Welcome to Tanya Shorley, a quick rendezvous with today's Tanya, which will guide us on our journey to understanding our true selves and help us succeed in making our daily lives align with the divine. Let's get started. Today's Tanya is the entire parakeet, and we continue with the idea that in this world we can grasp the Ibishter. We take it another step further, whereas before we were discussing more the physical part of grasping the Ibishter. Now we talk about how it works in our minds. Our minds are amazing things. We have this idea called seichel, where we can think of any object that we want. When we think of that object, that thing exists in our mind. Not only that, the Altar Rebbe says, but Seichel actually has a, has a even deeper connection, things we can hold. We can't really grasp them through and through, so to speak. If you hold something, you only hold the outside of it. And the way it works, Pagash, is if you hold the outside, you can hold, move the whole thing wherever you want, even though you're just holding the outside, because all the atoms are like connected. For example, if you picked up water, if you move it around, it's not going to move around, only the tiny part that you're holding. Seichel when you grasp it in your mind, you actually can grasp it on an outside level, if you just understand the basic concept, or you can actually grasp it thoroughly, like all the way through, like every single part of it. Like it's like a mesh where your your brain goes through the entire idea and holds onto it. And it seems to be the author of giving an example when for example like this, that when a person if you understand an idea, okay, so you you know that idea, you grasp it on the outside, you can even if you could, could explain the idea to somebody else. You kind of still just know it in a makiftic way, but if in a, ma- a maladic way where you also know it through thoroughly through and through is when you know it alburia, meaning clearly, thoroughly. What does that mean? For example, if you could apply in another case, so for example, you know halacha, you understand this halacha, you understand, you, you know the halacha. Now, if you can then apply it and so to speak, direct it somewhere else. Now, not only do you understand on the outside, you also understand on the inside. You, you can, you can maneuver that thing. You can control that piece of information. It's it's yours. Like you own it on the inside and on the outside. So the Alter says this is the way Seichel works. Seichel can grasp something on the outside, and also can be malubish. It can express itself through that. So you can fill, so to speak, the the Seichel as well with your mind. So Seichel has a two double relationship, where it grasps on the outside, and it fills the Seichel. So save of Emmali, and this is a very um, important dynamic because we're going to see later. This is exactly where the Abishta works with the world. So, in this world, even though, as we say, nowhere else can the Abishta be understood, person we can't understand, we can't understand the Abishta, we also can't understand the Abishta's Rata and Chachma, we cannot understand the Abishta at all. But, when the Abishta is established in Chachma, then in Halacha, when the Abishta is established in a particular Halacha, this is what the Abishta wants, then we can connect to the Abishta. We can connect in two ways, where, as we said, we can. The, the seichel can surround it, or if you really understand the halacha, the seichel can also fill this halacha, and therefore it's like a double grasp of, of the Abishta. And Alter Rebbe says, this is Yichud Nifla, this is an amazing unity where you're actually one with the Abishta. Not like you're holding something and you, your hand is one thing and the piece inside is a separate thing. Your seichel is, because when your seichel is taken up with something and it fills it, at that moment, your seichel and this idea are one. They're together. You can't separate. Where's my seichel? Here's my seichel. Here's the idea. They, they, they're one thing. And that idea is Abishta. And this seichel is you. But at that point, it's like you're one being with the Abishta. Now, Trevor says that there's no other example like this in 
in reality that has this, there's no yichud like this, yichud nifla in the entire cosmos to be able to be completely united with something. So Alter says even even mitzvahs, for example, and even the mitzvah of understanding Torah, so everything else, even the mitzvahs that you use your speech for, for example, all these things, says Alter, we can see many other times, this is what happens. When a person does mitzvahs or does or learns Torah, uses dibur, it does amazing things. He, he It gives him almost like a, a shine. His whole neshama gets like a, a clothing of ayr. Like he's wearing a garment of ayr. Or as we say before, levush means expression. It means the, 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 the neshama is not able to express itself through these mitzvahs. Okay, so you're adding dimensions to your neshama. That's from doing doing mitzvahs. But when we understand it, we use a seichel, it's a whole different level. And the Alter gives another beautiful example that the... Sorry, it's the same example, but it's, it's continuing. So when a person does a mitzvah, it's like wearing a levush. It's like putting on a garment of air. You're wearing this garment... And the Alter Rebbe says later on that this garment actually protects the Neshama when the Neshama goes to Elam Haba, and now it wants to get from, get um, Ha'ara from the Eibishter itself. So what's the problem? If you go too close to the Eibishter, then you disappear. The Neshama doesn't, can't retain its own identity. In order to retain its own identity, it has to stay away from the Eibishter. But if it has Levushim, if it has clothes, then these clothes able, enable it to get closer to the Eibishter without losing its identity. So these are the neshamas that we, the, the, these are the mitzvahs that we're doing now are, so to speak, giving us a connection, relationship to the Abraham in a way that we can get closer to the Abraham by the mitzvahs that we do. Torah is another whole level. Not only does Torah give us a levush, where it protects us from the Abraham, but also it's called mazain. That's why Torah is called lechem. And it says, because the Torah also goes inside the neshama. It's not just something outside that protects it. It also goes inside and upgrades the whole neshama on the inside as well as has a levush, which is exactly the reverse of the example we spoke about at the beginning, where you have your seichel can grasp and be grasped by uh, an idea, by Torah. You can have a two-fold relationship with Torah where you grasp it and fill that seichel of Torah. And the same thing happens with your neshama. Your neshama has a levush on the outside of it from the Torah that you're learning. And also it becomes, the Torah becomes a mazan on the inside of the neshama, which then makes it stronger in itself. And this is why the mazan is called our pnimi, and the levushim are the makifim. So one point that I missed is that the Torah becoming a mazan is only Torah that's learned the Shema. So when Torah is learned the Shema, which the Torah explains, is haina lekashen nafshoi Hashem That means when you learn Torah just to connect to Hashem for no other reason, that is what creates mazain for your neshama. Otherwise, it seems like it's just a lavush. Lavush is like, it's got a means to an end. So when there's no purpose at all, it's totally altruistic. It's totally, as we said, like the definition of taiv from the Yates of taiv. You're just learning to connect to the Abishter, then it becomes a mazain. And also the Altarabah seems to hint to another thing, that the mazain is an erpnimi, that's a, it's a light that's a pnimi. Whereas the lavushim are like, a makifin, they're makif, but it, the Alter doesn't say that they are makif, it just says that they are makif. So the Alter adds one more point at the end to say that the high, there's, this, there's an even better level, it seems, that when a person learns Torah Lishma, and therefore he incl- includes, his, binds his seichel to the Ebesh in that dual form that we spoke about, by makif and seiviv, this unity where you're one with the Ebesh, Mamish one with the Ebesh, and at the same time, person speaks towards the Torah using his mouth, pivadibur, bringing it into the world, what happens is you now have this double power where the, and if you're doing it, as I said, then your the Torah not only is it a, a pnimi, 
where the oil is going inside the mazin and becoming mazin and food for Yenashama, but it's also, there's an altar, but armakif. You're also adding, because you're expressing it now with your words, it's actually an armakif where the, the light is now spreading out. It's not just in Yenashama, so to speak, for the future, but as I understand it, it's also spreading out and having an impact on the world when you're by speaking Torah at the same time as being completely engaged and focused on the Abraham's Torah. So therefore you have the, the ultimate of the Ur, the Ur market, the Ur, the Ur Pnimi, which is the Mazin, and you also have the ultimate Lavush, which is the Ur Pnimi, not just, so to speak, a regular Lavush, which is if someone would learn Torah, it seems, without Lishma, which still creates a Lavush, but not an Ur Makif, not a, I guess, like a shining, shining market. Even though the Makif in itself is Ur, this air market seems to be another level. That is the end of Peter K. Thanks for joining us today with Tanya Shorty. If you want to support this project, please visit www.tanyashorty.com. Thanks for joining us on our daily journey of adding light and spiritual growth. Until next time, stay connected, stay inspired and keep working on making every area of your life aligned with the divine.